Friends, welcome to another episode of the podcast on this episode. Charlene Riccani from Booked and Balanced is back, and we're talking about SaaS grants, how you can launch your software as a service right now. My guest today, Charlene Riccani from Booked and Balanced. And Charlene, let's start with you and your app. When is that launching? We're creating a, a pitch deck so that I can um, pitch it to possible investors or future clients. And we're also creating something called an MVP, which is basically what my app can do um, at the very minimum. Like, what can I get away with starting out? So I have to create this MVP, a business plan, a pitch deck. And once that's done and I can get some investors, then we create the app. For you, how long is that incubation period? You know, because it feels like you just said over the weekend you you worked a lot. So I feel like you have an idea, then you jump into the idea, then you figure out how the idea works, and then there's an idea that's an action. So you have to find the right people that can help you with this. I can't do it all by myself. Um, so if you get a team to help you with the business plan, to help you with the pitch deck, um, not a developer right away. You just need these people that are going to help you put your idea on paper so you could submit it for grants, which we'll talk about. If you get the right team together, you can have probably in one week, you could have your business plan, your pitch deck, um, maybe some images of what you expect your app to look like. So within a week, you can do all that and then you could submit it for grant money and then start developing it. So tell me, Charlene, about you in this regard, right? Because you make it seem, the, the networking part, you tend to make seem pretty simple. And if I'm somebody who maybe doesn't have the network that you have, where do I start? How do, how do I start? I've got an idea. I'm in my basement. I've been here for 14 months, but I've got an idea and then I need a network. How do I do that? So Michigan offers smart zones. Smart zones are where you go. There's, there's a bunch of options. You can just Google Michigan smart zones and in Ann Arbor, in Grand Rapids, in Traverse City, in Detroit, there are options for people that don't have a network to reach out by email or phone, or I don't even know if they're doing in person right now, but you can go and tell them, I have an idea. I don't know where to start. And they will give you the resources. Not only will they give you resources for grant money, but they'll give you resources with developers, attorneys, accountants, um, you know, writers that can help you do your pitch deck and your business plan. There's a lot of options in Michigan. You've said grants a couple times, um, and, and this is something that's new to me, that there's a, a grant program for SaaS products. How does that, e A, wh where does that come from, and B, how do I even get involved in that? You can go, believe it or not, many universities offer grant money, even if you didn't attend that university. So um, Wayne State, OU, U of M, all of them allow you to submit your business plan and not the full business plan. They want a minimum, I'm sorry, a maximum of three to five pages plus um, what you plan to do with the money. And they give you an email address and you submit this and you say, this is my idea. And this is what I plan to do with your money. And they will offer you depending on the grant. I know that the, um, the small business, there's called a business accelerator fund, BAF grant will give you up to $50,000. Wow. And all you have to do is come up with a business plan, what you expect to do with the money. And yeah, you can get that $50,000 easily. 
from the schools, it's the same thing. You did not have to attend. You just have to submit a business plan. And it take, it's a week turnaround, two weeks max. Which is exciting, Charlene, because we're in a state, you know, we, we've just reached the 55% threshold, so things are starting to open up. So people who have been maybe displaced or laid off throughout all of this now might be able to wander around the world a little bit more and get some face-to-face -face time with investors. But if we start yes. in, the, in the smart zones and then head to this grant program, what are we looking at for startup costs if I've got this idea and I've done those first two steps? If you get the grant money and you finally get a developer, so the grant money is not really for the developing. It's for the attorney fees, the uh, the accounting fees to help you create a more extensive uh, pitch deck, business plan. Um, you're going to have to hire a developer, which can be anywhere from 50,000 to 150,000, depending on the features of the app. But when you're paying from that grant money to create a pitch deck, you're going to be looking for investors. So those investors will help you pay for that development cost. But like I said, it can cost anywhere from 150,000 to 200,000 to fully get your app launched. And none of it has to actually come from you. It could come from investors. It could come from the bank. You, you can go to the bank with an idea and tell them that you plan to have reoccurring revenue because it's a subscription type app, if it is, sure. and they will give you money as well. So none of it has to come from your pocket. And these smart zones will help you find banks credit unions, um, the grant information, or investors. They might direct you to VCs. So that's awesome. We're at you know, $200,000 to get this thing up and off the ground, which you know, when you look at, which I think for some people, Charlene, sounds like a lot of money until you start looking at other ways to make income. If you're starting a franchise, you're about in that ballpark as well. The one thing I'm wondering if you've got some tips or tricks on is finding developers, right? Because if you got the wrong developer, that could be a nightmare from the start. Do you have any tips on how to make sure you find the one that matches and fits with you the best? The best idea is to hire someone, a contractor that works for you. If it's not a con if it's not an employee, it's a contractor that works directly with you and helps you grow this rather than outsourcing to some other country because they can code it and develop it and move on, but it might not be exactly what you want and you've already paid them $100,000. So I do have a client that's creating an app and they are working with someone in college right now that's going to help them develop it. They are still outsourcing. So they're using a, a college um, university level developer plus a big firm. And together, they'll be able to grow this app to what they need. So really, I would go searching at the universities. Somebody um, young, hungry, excited that wants to start developing, ask them to come on board, pay them hourly, pay them salary, use a big firm. And you know, you can ask your attorney or your accountant if they have any recommendations. A lot of people are using um, people in California, big companies in California, but they're very expensive. So you use them once, help them develop it, let your university level developer learn from them and then grow the app with them. Which if I might be so bold is what most people should do is follow your lead. And if they want to follow your lead, Charlene, how do they get a hold of you to talk through some of these steps? You know, what was interesting about the first time you and I talked is that your first move for most of these things is to reach out to your accountant. And I feel like this is much the same is that the first call should be to you. The first call should be to me because as soon as you get the grant money, 
um, you need to start monitoring where that grant money is going. So the, the, they don't just give you $50,000. You have to submit bills and they pay the bills for you. So you have to make sure that every vendor you're using is insured, licensed, and an authorized contractor in order to be paid from these grants. So you need an accountant to organize these bills for you and submit them for you. Um, you need to call an attorney to make sure the name that you want is available. You need to um, contact your accountant again to make sure you're tracking all your expenses and your sweat equity. You know, all this hard work I'm putting into my app, it, it goes into my equity of my company. It means something and no one tracks their time because they didn't know that they could track their time and put it in as equity. So when I ultimately sell my app for millions and millions of dollars, I'm not going to have to pay profit on all of it because there's equity that I invested, my time, um, my long hours, driving back and forth, all that I put into the books of my company. And you're not going to know that unless you call an accountant. How rare is that that somebody stumbles on that? Because you said that in, in both of our episodes, and, and I think that's something that I've actually never heard anyone say is measuring sweat equity, which makes a ton of sense when you spell it out like that. But I wonder, you know, how many people even think to put that in if they don't call an accountant? They don't. A lot of people don't even know that you can do that. They just assume if I give money to the business, that's equity. If I donate some asset, that's equity. Most people do not know that sweat equity is authorized, legal. Um, it's part of the code and you can put it on your books and it's important to put it on your books. Again, like, I'm just going to give you an example. Let's say that I, um, I, give $5 to my business and I spend a bunch of hours working on this app. So I have $5 plus what I value as my time. It has to be reasonable. The IRS just uses the word reasonable always. So <laughs> your accountant, they never tell you, sure. they never give details. They say reasonable. So as long as it's reasonable and I'm saying, you know what, my time is worth this much. I put it into my books. Let's say the total $5 cash, my sweat equity equals $5. I'm in $10. I sell my business for $20. I only have to pay the profit on the $10 difference. Got it. If I didn't put my sweat equity on there, I'd have to pay the profit on $15, which, and I'm talking about dollars. We're going to talk about millions. Right. Yes. Yeah. When you factor that up, it becomes a much bigger deal than this $20 business that you just sold. And let's go back to your app. What is your estimated time of arrival, right? You're, you're working on this thing. Do you kind of have a, a, I'm sure you do have a large plan, but what is the, what's the plan for to roll out? So my app is going to be, um, it's going to be third on my list. First, I have to um, create a blog. I'm creating a blog that's super important. I, I need everyone to understand why my app is going to be useful. So I started a blog last week. I haven't posted yet because I am a horrible writer but I'm actually gonna be posting it today, my first blog with a video um, so that everyone understands why this app will be useful. I'm creating a TikTok so that I can get a bigger following. It's important when you're about to launch an app to have some sort of following. Um, so I think that it's really important to not just throw an app out there, start, as soon as you get an idea, start getting a following on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, get yourself a following. And then I plan on launching the app. So I'm not, I'm, most people can get this done uh, in a few months. I'm actually going to wait until the end of the year until I get a bigger following on all of my social media sites and my blog views. And then I'm going to just roll it out. Can we talk tactical for a second, Charlene? 
Yes. So I'm I'm interested in how you manage the clock because you know when when we talk, it seems like you've got a lot of things going on and you're executing all of them at a high level. And I'm wondering for people who are listening to this and wanting to start their own business and thinking, how much time does this take? How do I how do I even start this thing? What time in the morning do I get up? And maybe we don't need to be quite that tactical, but what does your day-to-day look like and how are you managing all of these projects to make sure that you are, as you said in, in the first episode, that you're putting everything into the client side and now everything into the blog side, the TikTok side, and the app side? So it's super, super important because the app is secondary to what I'm doing. It's super important to focus on my business. The only time I'm actually writing for this blog and creating these TikToks and updating my social media sites is later in the day. So after I make sure all of my clients are taken care of, I manage my time by sleeping early and waking up super early. I am a morning person. I wake up at 5 a.m. I have to have me time where I will lose my mind. So I go to the gym. Um, I go to a coffee shop. I sit there for a half hour and I just relax. And then I pull out my computer and I do Everything that I wrote down the night before, I just, I create a task for me. If you're not organized, you're never going to succeed. Honestly, you can't do all of these projects. I teach at OCC. I'm creating an app. I have my own firm. I have a staff that I have to manage and make sure that everything is getting done. So it's a lot. Getting up early, sleeping early, and taking some time for yourself, I promise it can all get done. But truthfully, it's, it's nonstop. It's, it's all day. It's all day. You have to put in a lot of hours. It's called sweat equity for a reason. I mean, it's, <laughs> you're, you're sweating and you're tired and you're hungry, um, but it's worth it. So Charlene, if people want to get a hold of you, what is the best way to do that? Um, I like text messages. I answer my text messages all day. My phone is in my phone is right here. I, I just, I can't let it go. Um, so <laughs> 248-880-7949. Text me anytime. Charlene Riccani, it is always great to talk to you. Booked and Balanced is the place that you need to go. All of the details, her text message, her website, and all of that are in the show notes. Charlene, have a great week. Thank you. You too.